Are you feeling stuck in a rut when it comes to your work? Do you find yourself dreading getting out of bed and facing another day at work? Well, you are not alone. Remember, you're only human. Today, we will discuss ways to break free from this lack of motivation and reignite your passion for work. Welcome to the Girls of Grit podcast, hosted by Annalisa Rhodes and Cynthia Facera, two professional women bringing you over 40 years combined experience as top performers, top earners, and leaders in the male-dominated medical device industry. Grounded in grit, our mission is to be ambassadors for professional women in the medical device sales industry, helping them tap into their potential, magnify their mindset, and escalate their careers by providing real-world, everyday scenarios, struggles, and solutions. Welcome to the Girls of Grit podcast. It's time to dig in. Good morning, Cindy. Good morning to all of our listeners out there tuning in to the Girls of Grit. Yes, good morning to everybody out there and to you too, Lisa. Thank you. So today we are going to be talking about a topic that I think is probably not unknown to everyone out there. I know it's not unknown to Cindy and I, and that is about losing focus during the time of your career and your work, maybe losing some motivation and trying to figure out, you know, why it's happening and how to reignite, how to get back into the work mode again. So I can say for me personally, this will happen to me. I don't want to say a lot, but it will happen to me a lot after a big quarter or about after a big year finish, you know, when you've just run and gunned all year long, trying to make all your sales numbers, you've got crazy cases going on, you're doing all sorts of things and life is just so busy and hectic and you hit your number and you exceed it. And then it's almost like this letdown and you're like, well, and, and you feel kind of like unmotivated. You, you lose that feeling. What do you think, Cindy? I, I think that you just hit the nail on the head and it's so normal. And when you, when you do push yourself really hard, sometimes it's just being tired, but I, I think it's a really important thing to discuss that you're not alone. And this little bit of lack of motivation can happen to everybody. So today we just want to provide some insight on that impact that you do need to think about how it's ultimately affecting your work productivity in your job. So these things can happen, but we're hoping it's only short spurts. So we're just going to explore some causes and challenges, you know, and then we also will take some time today to talk about some strategies that can help navigate these obstacles. But ultimately the goal is to help everybody out there regain their enthusiasm for work and find that fulfillment in your professional work life that you are very you know, thrilled to be here for. And and I do believe that being a medical device is a privilege. So we just want to refocus, but it's very human to have all those moments where you're just not a hundred percent every day. Yeah. Agreed. And it's nice to know that, you know, it happens to me. It happens to you. It happens to everyone. And it can be small little times where you lose focus. And sometimes it can be like a week where you're like, okay, got to get my head back in that game. Um, So today we're going to identify Um, you know, when this happens, like identify it, be able to recognize it and then figure out what are the factors behind it. 
accepting that and, and talking about that acceptance and how to manage the acceptance period. And then of course, the re-engaging period, which is the most key to make sure that you get back on track, back into the game and ready to kick some butt again. So, you know, um, just diving right in, let, let's talk about how, uh, or what are the key factors that can really play into this? So, you know, for me, like I mentioned before, I think sometimes it can just happen when you've been running and gunning for so long and you're just tired, you're, you know, you're mentally tired, you're physically tired, you're emotionally tired and run down. And you still have, of course, all the needs and, and wants of the household, right? You're still taking care of all the things on the family side. So you just really feel like, you just can't engage. Like you just can't focus on your top priorities. And, and that's of course, aside from if you've got cases and, and you've got doctor's appointments, I mean, obviously, or doctor's meetings, those all take precedence and they will keep you focused to some degree. But I'm talking about like right after a big quarter or a big win. And you're just like, oh, and you feel like this physical slump of being tired or not re-engaging in your work. I think that's really what I'm, I'm talking about in terms of identifying. I think that's important. And there's some other reasons why too. Yes, being very tired, coming off something very strong that you pushed for. So then, so then how are you physically? You, you got to ask yourself, are you, are you lack of sleep? Are you dehydrated? I mean, sometimes the simplest little thing of some H2O and some electrolytes can do you wonders, you know, but it's, it's kind of being self-aware. Am I physically tired? But then also you have to think about, or if you're not motivated, what are your goals in your job? What if you just achieved, you had this huge goal and you achieved it. And then you're like, now what are you just going through the day and you lost focus because you don't have a plan. So this may be something that you need to sit back and reflect on. What am I working for? I have said this in other episodes, and I am a huge proponent of, you know, knowing your why. Why am I working? And sometimes it's just maybe you just don't have a strong enough why. Maybe your reasons of what you're doing aren't what you set out to be. Maybe you've gone so far off the path you forgot, and you're like, whoo, man, now I'm lack of motivated because I'm not doing all the right things. That's a really good point about, yeah, hitting that goal and, and you didn't plan for the next goal or you don't have, you're forgetting the overarching goal. Because I remember for you, Cindy, a lot of it is, you know, commission is tuition, right? It's paying for the tuition for your girls to go to school. That's a huge goal. So that right there in and of itself will motivate you to keep going after you've gotten that big surgeon to come over and start using your products after you've hit your number for one quarter. It's going to remind you, hey, one quarter is great, but let's go for a whole year. Hey, one year is great. Let's go for two years. So it keeps that overall focus. And that's a great point, Cindy. I think having those overarching goals that will continue to remind you of why you're doing this, you know, and, and for me, my goals are different. Mine, not that yours aren't financially stable. Those are mine as well you know, but having those family vacations, like if I'm planning a huge vacation somewhere that I know I'm going to need to hit that number and exceed it in order to afford that, that vacation. Well, guess what? I'm going to keep working through that quarter into the year because I need, I need to make the commission in order to pay for the vacation. And the vacation is a wonderful time to relax and to enjoy my family and create those memories. So I think you make a good point about not losing focus of the overarching goals. 
Exactly. And we'll get into a little bit more about having an overarching, or maybe we could call that like an umbrella goal. But anytime you're reaching for a goal, you've got to have smaller goals and direction of where you need to be. And sometimes all that is, is, is refocusing. And, and we'll talk about that in a minute. So I think that just to stay on track, we talk about why this happens, but then when it happens, what do we do? You know, I mean, yeah. it could happen tomorrow and you wake up and say, oh no, tomorrow's Monday morning. And we're like, oh, no, I don't feel like working. It's Monday. <laughs> so, you know, you never know what the reason could be. But I think this part is really important. And I want everybody to hear this. You have to just give yourself some grace. Women stereotypically do not give ourselves breaks. We just don't. We just don't allow ourselves that grace period to say, it's okay if I'm not having the best day ever. Yeah. So what are some of the things that I can do when this happens? Yeah, that's a great point. I definitely beat myself up. You know, I... I find myself a lot of times going, oh my gosh, what is wrong with me? Why am I not engaged? What, what's wrong with me? I need to get out there. I need to go knock on more doors. I need to get more cases. I need, you know, all of these things when maybe it's my body telling my brain, hey, you need now to take a little bit of time to just rest, rest your brain, rest physically, because, you know, there can be those times when you just, you just can't go. I think I remember you telling me a story, Cindy, about just driving down the road, feeling like, oh my gosh, I do not feel well. There is no way I can meet with this nursing team right now and explain to them the intricacies of the, the product that I'm selling because I literally feel like hell. And I, you know, that's, you got to mm -hmm. identify with it and give yourself the grace to move forward and, and be okay with that. You know, not every day is a hundred percent. So if you have the moment. Now, granted, these things happen when you have something important and you just have to push through. That's life. But let's say your day isn't as scheduled. What can you do for yourself to make you feel better? I think if you can step back now, think about your, your job. You have so many parts of your job where you have to think really hard. You have to be creative. You have to be driving, but then there's also task oriented moments. So I find that sometimes if I'm really like lack of motivated, it might be, okay, let me just take an hour let me just not try to start anything new, not email any customers, not have customer FaceTime. Like if I mm -hmm. cannot be in front of somebody when I'm not feeling my best, maybe I go organize my office. I go clean out, do some type of inventory issues or something that's just task oriented that you're doing your job, but you're just not using your brain power and worrying about how it's going to be received if you're not in your best frame of mind. And I think that another thing you can do is just take breaks. So if you could do short bursts of a few things that just need to be done while you can get through the day, but then most of all, think about what makes you feel good. What can you reward yourself with? Do you have somebody you can call to do a quick take off? an actual lunch break? I mean, many times we work through lunch, but what if you have a friend that makes you yeah. laugh? And you're like, hey, are you home today? Can we just do a quick lunch break? Can we go to dinner, you know, or look to see if there's an exercise class open? Like, what can you do for yourself to kind of make yourself feel better so you can just get through the day? Because these, this is all wave, right? I mean, this is going to come, it's going to go. So how do we just get through it to get to the other side and feel so much better? Yeah, those are really good points. 
You know, another thing I just thought of, Cindy, and this is something that I think, you know, when we're running and gunning and we don't have time, but what about when you just sit back and you read those articles that you've been meaning to get to about a new study that was just released, or, you know, there was a new paper, a clinical paper written by one of our uh, key opinion leaders on a product of ours. Take the time now to sit down and actually read it and go through it and understand it because as you're doing it, at least for me, it gets your brain kind of back into, ooh, this is, you know, this is good stuff. And you're really absorbing it because you're not running and gunning. You're not reading it at the butt crack of dawn or, you know, your five minute scan of the article before you go in and talk to the surgeon. Maybe this is the time that you sit down and really engage and engulf yourself in these clinical papers because I don't know about you, but sometimes I have to read them through twice, maybe three times, highlight, take notes, you know, because I'm not, um, I'm not a scientist by trade. So, you know, sometimes it takes me a little longer. So maybe some of these tasks, like you mentioned with your inventory and like looking at it and reminding yourself of all the benefits, pros and cons. You can also sit down and maybe read one of those papers that you've been meaning to read that you just haven't had time to do that. Or maybe you go back and, I don't know, you know, rewatch one of your in-service videos on a product that you're selling just to make sure that you're hitting all the high notes. Things like that in small blocks of time, I think can really help you, you know, not get too overwhelmed, but also keep you in the game. So this may sound a little crazy, but you just hit it on the head when you said small blocks of time. So as I'm listening to you, I'm like, yes, these are things you need to do, things you need to do. But what I don't want you to do is have that feeling of being lack of motivation, going into your office and going, oh, I have to read this. I got to go through this. Maybe I'll do this now. No, literally, most people have Apple watches or your phone. Set your timer. Okay, 20 minutes. All I'm going to do is this one article, 20 minutes, and then I'm going to take a break. And you'd be amazed at how much better that makes you feel. Instead of feeling like everything you have to do is sitting on your shoulders and hanging over your head, give yourself a short little burst of time. And Lisa, you're exactly right. All it takes sometimes is reading that one article and you're like, oh my gosh, that's right. And then you're thinking, oh, when I go see Dr. So-and-so next time, I need to bring this up. It's crazy, but just Just stop making feel like all of your work is hanging on you and set your timer 20 minutes, take five minute break, take a 10 minute break, or just do 20 minutes, then go clean, come back and do another thing for 20 minutes. You wake up the next day after a good night's sleep and hydration, you might be all ready to face the day even better. Yeah, that's a great idea. Actually, those 20 minutes. Yeah. And, and you are so good at your time blocking. I'm still learning, but um, (laughs) because one thing will just overwhelm the next thing. But you're right, set a timer, you know, give yourself 20 minutes to read that article. And typically, at least for me, it will in my head go, oh, ding, ding, ding. You know, Dr. So-and-so was talking about this article the other day. I'm, I, the next time I go to see him, I definitely want to talk about this with him. You know, now that I've really sat and read it and highlighted it, some of these keywords are going to stand out. And then, you know, and, and as we move into our third point about how you re-engage, one of the things for me is making a list of my top priorities. So if I've been real burnt out or, you know, just lack of motivation and I've sat around for two or three days kind of going, okay, need to get my head on the, in the game, back in the game. I make a list of the top 10 things I need to get done. And it may include going to see certain physicians. It may include contract renegotiation. 
It may include pricing. It may include collecting POs. I mean, it's going to include a lot of stuff. But if I was reading that article and for 20 minutes, it popped into my head that Dr. Smith mentioned to me about this article, that's going to go on my to-do list when I get ready to write it, because that's going to reinvigorate me to get back into my work mode. And, you know, when, when we're trying to re-engage, what are some ways that can help us? I find personally that seeking support from other colleagues like you, mm-hmm. you know, I may yes. call you and say, okay, I need to, you know, and just remind me like what's coming up. Is there a webinar coming? Is there something I'm focusing on or something I need to do? Um, I think everybody should seek a mentor anyway, because there's times you really need them to coach you along when you just need to be pulled along. And then I think we kind of touched a little bit before on, you know, knowing your why, overall purpose, but this is where you have to step back and we can do an episode on this on time blocking and setting goals. But, you know, if you are kind of stuck in a rut and you don't know where you're going, you need to lay out that path. So if my overall goal is commission is tuition, that's ultimately what I want to do, say the end of the quarter. So what am I doing each month? Where am I the end of the first month of the quarter? Where am I at the second? Where am I at the third? And then maybe I'm thinking, okay, say this is the first quarter. What do I need to do? And I break it down first quarter, then monthly, then weekly. And when I set tiny goals, it gives me what I'm going for. And then I can stay focused. And then, you know, when you're striving for something and think about how good that feels when it happens. And I think so many times, and this might happen to you too, Lisa, when you get demotivated, you just kind of feel like, oh, and you focus on all the things that don't feel good. But what you forget is all the things that do feel good and all those achievements you've had. Sometimes one of the simplest ways, I say simple, but it is simple to re-engage is really shifting your mindset. It's going from that, oh, I don't feel motivated to maintaining like a more resilient type mindset and positive so you could overcome these moments. And how do you do that? I believe in focusing on your accomplishments, no matter how small, you know, that can give you a true sense of achievement and motivation. I remember one doctor who was very hard to speak to one day. I was so excited because he looked me in the eye. I'm like, yes, he paid attention to me. Like <laughs> that was huge. Like that was a yeah. huge win, right? Yeah. So that can shift your perf- your whole perspective on what's working and what's not working. So changing this mindset is a powerful tool to help you break out of a rut and get back on track towards your goals. I love that. That's a great point, celebrating the small wins. And one of the things that you said, which is basically reverse engineering, you know, what is your umbrella goal? Well, my umbrella goal is to commission is tuition or a great vacation to, I don't know, Germany. All right, well, how am I going to get there, right? So let's reverse engineer it. What are all the steps it's going to take me to get to that goal? And little by little, those small little goals, those small wins, I'll get you there. That doctor making eye contact with you may lead to a case, which leads to revenue, which leads to your overall goal for your for your company, which gets you to commission as tuition, <laughs> right? So reverse engineering can also, you're right, refocus your mindset, get out of the negative and go back to the positive and be thankful for all the things you have. And truthfully, you said it in the beginning of this call, we are so lucky to work in a 
an amazing field that gives back in so many ways, whether it's the patient's life that you're saving, you know, the physicians that you work with, how brilliant and smart they are and how wonderful it is to be in their presence to the OR and being invited into these rooms that are so sacred. These are all things that we can take for granted when we get into a rut, when we get into that losing focus mindset and refocusing back on the positives really help you reignite that passion for what you do every day. And I want to share something with you a little off topic of work. So when I was training for an Ironman triathlon, I got the best advice from one of my friends and she was like, you know, have you ever thought about when you're going to cross the finish line? And I was like, well, yeah, I'm going to cross the finish line because I'm doing this. She's like, no, no, no. How are you going to feel? And I was like, I hope not like I'm going to crawl, you know? <laughs> I was like, where is she going with this? She's like, no, how are you going to feel? Think about it. what are you going to do when you cross the finish line? Are you going to lift your arms up? Are you going to smile? Are you going, what are you going to do? I want you to tell me what you can do. She was pretty much telling me to visualize when I cross that finish line. So I'll never forget. I was on a long run. I don't know, mile 12, 16. And I was so tired. And all I could hear was her saying that. So literally, I'm on the street. People might think I'm crazy in my neighborhood. And I was like, I don't know. What's it going to be like to cross the finish line? So I'm like, do I raise my hands up? So I put my hands up. And then I'm like, <laughs> and I'm not kidding you. Those last couple of miles that I ran was a complete mindset shift. Wow. So what that did for me is visualize the good, visualize the reward, what I'm doing. And it physically transplanted my body into feeling differently. And I apply that to work sometimes. One of the habits that I started doing is I write down my weekly wins. Something as simple as somebody looked me in the eye to something big, something small, something, um, you know, getting on a new committee, starting something new. There's so many different little things. I am a true believer that the small, small things we do add up to the big things, but you cannot forget the small things. So I think, Cindy, one of the things that I really want to reemphasize with today's talk is remember, it's okay if you lose focus from here or there, you get, you know, a little bit of demotivation because we're all human and we're all going to go through these times in our lives where we do need to stop and take a break. So remember that you're human and give yourself the grace to be okay with taking that time to re-energize, take a couple days off to rest, relax, be with your family, feed your soul, whatever feeds you and gets you back to ground zero, go there and be okay with that. Remember, give yourself permission to do those things. You know, so going through the things that we just talked about, identifying where is this self, this lack of self-motivation coming from? Is it coming because you physically are just tired and you just need to rest that you've just been running and gunning and you need time now to to re-energize and, and, you know, get rehydrated? Or is it something more? Have you lost focus of your goals? Have you forgotten what your umbrella goal is? And reverse engineer yourself now. Go back to the small wins. Remember, like Cindy mentioned, the small wins become the big wins. So keep track of them. Remember what they are and be proud of what you've, what you've achieved so far. You know, be positive. 
going down a negative pathway doesn't help. So stay positive. Remember why you're here, what you're doing, and be thankful for it. And use those small wins to re-energize yourself. That's the way that you get back to ground zero again and move forward in your productivity and your in your career. Because this long term can obviously take you down a wrong rabbit hole that none of us want to go down. Also, I do want to quickly mention that these things that we're discussing today with you guys are just the normal things that we go through, you know, every day, every week, every month that happens when we're career-driven women and we get overwhelmed with things. This is not more on the serious side. If you are struggling with things on a more serious side, make sure that you talk to a professional about them. You just want to make sure that you understand these are the, the day in and day out little stuck in a rut situation that you may find yourself in. Exactly. This is a short-term stuck in a rut. If something is prolonged and not getting better, that's a more serious issue where you would need to pursue further options than the the advice we're giving today. So I just think the key takeaways, ultimately, everyone just needs to remember and remind themselves that motivation can ebb and flow. But if you can maintain a positive mindset, celebrate your achievements, seek support when you do need it, you can push through those moments of low motivation and then really continue to work towards your goals. So for today, I think our call to action is going to be quite simple. And it was something I mentioned before. I think it's important that you keep track and record your wins. So what I would like you to do is your call to action today, whatever works for you, pulling out your notes in your phone, pen and paper, whatever it is that you do, mentally keep track. But I think I think writing things down is stronger than mentally keeping track. But if you choose to do it, I think it's important to know your weekly wins because if you have some type of collaboration of all the things that you've done, think of it like a little book of all your little wins and you have a really bad day, go read your book, go go see what inspired you, go see the good you did. You know, you can even have moments when you have, say somebody, whether it's a manager or somebody high up recognizes you for something and sends you a real positive email, then save the email. You can even make that like a little book, print it out and save it. And when you need some inspiration, go back and remember all the good that you did, all your great accomplishments. And it really helps shift that mindset to get you from your ebb back in the flow. I love it. That's right. So thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Girls of Grit. We hope you enjoyed it. Please don't forget to write in to us. Let us know your thoughts on our podcast episodes. Let us know what you want to hear. Have a great day. We hope you have a wonderful week. Thanks. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. All you need is a little bit of grit to be your best today and build for tomorrow. Find us on Instagram at The Girls of Grit, our website, thegirlsofgrit.com, and LinkedIn, The Girls of Grit.